August 21, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe the gospel, my friends. Go to heaven. Proverbs 21, verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. God's in charge. And people hear that, and I don't know if they really apply it everywhere, every time, for everything. And that's not to be, um, you know, insulted. I'm not trying to insult. I am, however, wanting to bring truth to that concept. I am wanting to demand people have a standard that is God's standard. That's my bias. That's where I'm coming from. I believe the Bible. I am not perfect. I don't know everything. I do hold fast to that which is good. And I, drew, I do try to prove all things. I believe that there is a pending... Lockdown version 2 coming. I can't prove it. I've seen videos of Alex Jones. I've seen videos of other things. And we'll get into this here in a second. I saw this video right here. I mean, this video right here just shows the top news stories that the CDC is going to monitor a new COVID variant. London, Canada, Australia, it's coming. It's all over the place. And oh no, there's this new COVID variant. Now, I'm saying this August 21st, before that this has hit mainstream, before there's discussions of masks, before there's discussions of lockdowns, before there's discussions of any of that. Hear this right now and look at the world. People are walking around. There's some people that are still stupid and have masks on. There's some people that still stupidly and dumbly, unscientifically believe these things. Now, here's where I want to draw a distinction between myself and other conservative podcasters. I believe that you should absolutely not comply. And that's where most of the conservative media will go. If, if people are even going to talk about this, that is what they'll say. Now, I want to be very clear because I absolutely believe that. And I will do it. I will not comply. I, however, come from the paradigm that because Christ is king, the gospel is true, the Bible is God's word, and our founders believed it, that our government is supposed to bow to its masters, which are the people. And the distinction between me and other people who will talk about this, because it will happen, and when it happens, it will be a big story. The difference is I'm going to talk about how to govern and not how to not comply. I don't want you to just complain about how stuff sucks. I want to equip and point to the truth and give you the power, show you the power you already have because God has given it to you to govern the chaos, to bring order into that which is being purposefully destroyed and do it by God, by right, according to the law where no one has an argument against you. Now, this will bring skeptics. This will bring skeptics from lawyers. This will bring skeptics from politicians. This will bring skeptics from people who don't actually believe what is written. It will bring skeptics to people who don't have faith that there is a good God that has control over all things and that he does it by the written word. This is where I want to thread a needle. I'm not doubting salvation. I'm not doubting faith in Jesus if you say that you do, if you think that you have it. What I'm saying is whenever you walk with Christ and you know what's written, why would you behave as though it's not? And in our nation, the law is the law. That's the Constitution. I'm going to get to Trump here in a second, and maybe this is the better way to put it. President Trump said over this weekend that he is not going to participate in the debates. This is him on Truth Social. He says, quote, new CBS poll just out has me leading the field by legendary numbers. Trump 62%, 46 of points uh, above DeSanctimonious, who is crashing like an alien bird. <laughs> Ramaswamy 7%, Pence 5 Scott 3 Haley 2 Sloppy Chris Christie 2%. Ada Hutchison, 1%. The public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had. With energy independence, strong borders and military, biggest ever tax and regulation cuts, no inflation, strongest economy in the history, and much more, I will therefore not be doing the debate. This is akin to President Trump doing a sober analysis of, the thing, of reality, going, I'm not going to do it. 
Now, in this case, this isn't a perfect, obviously it's not a perfect metaphor between lockdowns and people not complying and lockdowns and people governing by law. So it's not a perfect metaphor, but recognize that President Trump is sober in his analysis that he is the leader. He's the one that's winning. He's the one that has the power. In other words, he's the one that is at risk of losing depending on what he does. That's the same thing with the lockdowns. The godless commies, the government is not in control. The people are. Your constitutions, your state constitutions, most of them will say all political power is inherent in the people. We know this because we've read the Declaration, or you should have. Our founders, when they sent Declaration to King George III, that was a divorce decree. That was them saying, we're done with you. That was them knowing King George would likely come and do a, militarily, a military war, a, a, you know, a fighting against him. They knew it was going to happen. But even at that point, he had already demonstrated himself to be unjust. He had already demonstrated himself to be corrupt and evil. And so their response to the evil was to say, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to govern ourselves. And that's the key. The founders didn't just pick a fight. The founders had, unjust, uh, had injustice and corruption on them. They were under oppression. And under their oppression, they were reading their Bibles. They believed their Bibles. And they didn't just say, we ain't going to comply. They said, we're going to design a government that's going to eliminate the crown, distribute the sovereignty amongst the people, and make it to where anybody who's ever in public office can't go against the people. That's what we're going to do. And so whenever the lockdowns version 2 comes, and the new COVID variant comes, your response should not be, I will not comply, and that's it. Because if that's it, that's the same as the founders going, we won't going to do this. I got my rights. We're not going to comply which I agree with, I think is moral, I think is justified, but I don't think is governing. And I don't think is righteous. Not as righteous as saying, let's teach all the nations to obey. Now, this is the part where people will probably separate from me. They will probably separate in the sense that they will recognize that what I'm saying is true, but then they will say, but the bad stuff. You get arrested, your houses get burned, you might get killed, your family might get you know hurt. To which I say, Amen, to God be the glory. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Job chapter 1. The Lord raises up nations and destroys nations. Job chapter 12. We are like lambs to be led to the slaughter for his glory all day long. The book of Isaiah and the book of Romans chapter 8. Here we have to understand that because God is in charge, the truth might put us to where we are in positions where we don't expect, where we don't like, and where it might look bad against us here on earth. And this gets to the core issue, which is faith. I can show you in the Constitution where you have the right to property, and I can show you that nothing, no one, no entity or institution can deprive you of that property without due process. That means a jury trial. That means firsthand witnesses. That means that you get the ability to cross-examine. That means that the jury determines the law and the facts. I can show you that. But if you don't believe that, it's worthless to you. I've, let me bring this up. Because I've had people that are looking at this going, well, what about the masks in the airplanes? People travel on airplanes. Well, Jaron, if they bring back the COVID and they say they have to wear the masks, we have to do it or else we can't fly. That is one way to interpret reality. And that is certainly what happened. And there will be people that say, well, we just won't fly. And that is their freedom to choose. Amen. God bless. You could also consider the fact that no corporation is allowed to conduct commerce in America unless it's regulated by the Congress. Article 1, Section 8, uh, Clause 5 to regulate commerce. Maybe 4 or 5, I forget which one. So Congress has the ability to regulate commerce. And if a corporation is in commerce, then it's in regulation to the Congress. The Congress is only granted power from the Constitution, which secures your rights, such as liberty, the liberty to breathe the way that God made you, 
So if an airline company says you have to wear a mask, they are trespassing your right to liberty. That is found in Title II public accommodations. And no public accommodation can trespass the right of the people. So if God gave you the right to breathe freely, he did, then an airline company can't have a corporate policy that goes against your rights because that airline company is conducting commerce, which is a public activity regulated by the Congress. And the Congress can't allow anything to trespass your rights. So instead of looking at the airline company as though they are in charge, you need to recognize you are one of the people. All of government is designed to, for your benefit. And if someone is being allowed to participate in commerce, they're only allowed to be participated in commerce because we, the people, let them. We make the government. We made the Constitution. The Constitution created the legislature. The legislature allows the trustees, called the representatives and the senators, to write laws, but they can only write laws according to the legislative power that they've been given. And no legislative power that's been given can write law that goes against the rights of the people. How do I know this? Because that's the law. That's what due process is. That's what your rights are. And if you look at Title II public accommodations, it will speak to the fact that they can't trespass people's rights. So if you understand that when a corporation, let's say the people that bought the planes, you're a rich person. You want to buy, you want to start a plane company. I want to start a plane company so I can fly people around the nation and, and, and make money. You're, you're a bus company in the air. You're a taxi company in the air. I got this big plane. I'm going to go to the government and say, government, I would like to form a corporation, this LLC, this limited liability company. I want to form this limited liability company so then I can have paying customers come onto my airplanes and I can fly them from Chicago to Las Vegas to Tulsa to Florida to wherever. That's what I want to do. And Congress says, so let it be written, so let it be done. You go get insurance, you have maintenance, you get gas, you have onboard airplane food, you've got the little stupid Cokes that whenever they open, they don't give you all of it and they fill most of your drink up with ice. Like you do all those things. You do all of those things. All to the glory and under the conduct of the commerce that uh, Congress allows you to. But then, you as a company say, we're going to make people put crap on their face to where they can't breathe. Are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to be in commerce and tell people they can't breathe as God intended them to? No. No, you can't. You cannot do that because you weren't given permission to conduct commerce in a way that trespasses the people's rights. So if a people, one of the people, me, you, if you come and the, and the airline company says, you got to wear a mask. At that moment, they have presumed they have the power to regulate your conduct. You, you know, you can't wear obscene materials. You have to have a shirt on. You can't be naked. Those types of things. This is where our bad thinking in the law conflates so many different things. You don't have the right to be indecent in public because Christianity is part of the common law. You don't have the right to be a sexual pervert because nowhere in that is licentiousness or lasciviousness allowed in public. Like, it's, it's not allowed. It could be a crime. Um, so, so people often conflate these extremes because they don't understand public rights. Public rights have to have public accommodation because you can't trespass the rights of other people. And if a corporation is formed by the permission of the state, then the state has an interest to defend the rights of the people. The state can regulate commerce. Go make money. Go do taxes. Go do the things to raise revenue for government. Go do your job. But as soon as I come up to a company and I say I want to fly this plane and they say you have to have a mask, I will say you're trespassing my right to liberty because God allows me to breathe this way. Well, I don't care. You can't fly here. Okay, God bless. Recognize what's happening there. What's happening there is your rights are being trespassed. And they're not just denying you service because they have the right. They are trespassing your God-given right to breathe air without a mask on. And they're not allowed to do that as an entity that's been created by government. Now, if you don't know that, if you don't understand that situation, you will never express that. What you will do is you will complain, this is against my rights. And you'd be right. But here's the conflation. 
lawyers, law schools, politicians, and otherwise deceptive people have made it to where there are different classes of rights. There are statutory rights. There are civil rights. There are constitutional rights. There are common law rights. There are classes of rights. And when you say, I got my rights, the presumption is you're speaking about the statutes because that's their presumption against you. Their presumption is that you fall underneath the legislative authority that falls underneath these, or that has these statutes regulating you. They are presuming that they get to regulate you because you are in commerce. You're one of the, you're, you're in commerce as a customer. And as a customer in commerce, they get to say you have to perform certain implied or indirect uh, performance objectives or performance measures in a contract. It's not until you say, I've got the right to breathe without a mask on, do you now bring in a clarification to the law. And you say, you guys can't do this, at which point they must bow. They must recognize their master. This is the stuff that we aren't taught. So whenever I write, do unto tyrants, I'm saying that when, when Trump is looking at this debate, let's circle back. If Trump looks at the debate and says, I'm in charge, I'm going to win, I don't need to do your stupid debate, and I don't want to, he's well within his right to do that. And nobody else in the GOP can make him. They can't make him. Even if there was a rule that said you have to participate in the Republican debate, he could be like, I'm not going to do it. Why? Because he's got the liberty to do it. He's got that liberty to do it. And the Republican Party could not compel him by rule, by rulemaking, they couldn't compel him to do otherwise. Not if they wanted to be recognized in the state. And they could be dissolved and they could be pushed out. This is where people need to understand who they are, who God made them, and who they stand, who, who they are standing in the law. This is why we spoke about this on Friday. But there's other things. There's other things about this that people aren't really getting at is most people will complain about how stuff sucks. And this is where my criticism of most conservatives in the media go, because most conservatives in the media, most Christians in the media will complain. They won't actually speak to the remedy. They won't actually speak to what you can do to help yourself. And because their, their whole business model is to get you whipped up into a fervor to where you're pissed and mad and you don't know what's going on. This is wrong. I got my rights. I got my rights. And they're like, yeah, you are. Here's a promo code so I can get your stuff. You know, it's like, uh, it's like, did you know that the radical left is destroying America? They're getting pervert books in public schools. And oh, by the way, they're going to steal the elections. Here's a great time for you to go ahead and support Jaren and his work to, get, to take the money you're already spending and to switch it over to PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. American manufacturing company, not part of the godless commies. They are in the private. They have no debt, so there's no risk of them ever being bought out. If you want direct product purchase delivered right to your door, cancel anytime, no hassles, no fees. And from that perspective, if that sounds good for you, and you want to support the work that I do, go to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Now, if all I did was whip you up into a fury, whip you up into a frenzy, get you furious about things, and just say, this is stupid, this is bad, and then I get on some guest, and some guest has made the rounds of all the other podcasts, and what does that guest do? Yeah, this is bad because it sucks, and it's not good because America is not the way that it is, and so let's just complain. Blah, 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 blah. This reminds me of that movie, Team America, that came out in like 2004, the creators of South Park, and they've got a bunch of puppets, and they say, we're guards. They, like the, the, it's just long story short, but it's, this is like the stupid, basic talking point. The radical left is destroying the country. Burr, burr, burr. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. And the radical right ain't doing a thing about it. So you got one people over there destroying stuff, and then you got the other people that are looking at it, don't like it, but they're busy saying they don't like it. We don't like that. Well, yeah, of course. Because what, what's the like about You know, what's, watch this, watch this, watch this. This is New York City. Just let me paint the picture. This is New York City last week. Watch this. Where I work, and that's a big asshole, and that's a Spring Street station. And yeah, it's not feeling oof. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is uh, New York City. It's falling apart. That's maladministration. Public sidewalk, public utilities, public infrastructure crumbling. That is wrong administration. The administration in New York City is doing things wrong. And the people in New York City are slaves to that plantation. That's like someone going out on the plantation to work in the fields and there's being a lion and the lion's going to kill them. They're at risk just by going out and doing what they would otherwise do. And so maybe I need to bring in this, maybe I need to bring in the, uh, the idea of these hymnals, right? These hymnals where the, where the conservative uh, movement is akin to a bunch of folks that are just enslaved that are singing out, wait in the water. It's like, days never finish, massa got me working. It's like, why don't you do something about it? Do something about it. And to the critics that are in the back, recognize that it was Christians that were the abolitionists. Whether it was William Wilberforce in the United Kingdom or John Adams planting the seed in Abraham Lincoln's brain here in America. The abolitionists were Christians. Because Christians were willing to look at the world and say, that's not right. Christians were willing to look at the power structures of the day and say, you are in control. Despite the fact that it had never been done, despite the fact that they didn't have the arms or the numbers or the movement behind them, despite the fact that they didn't have the massive promo codes, they didn't have the big audiences, they did what was right because it was true. Which is what we're supposed to do. So if you're, if you're hearing me and you're like, okay, well, this, this sounds good, but I, show me where it's happened. You have little faith. Trump looks at this debate and he says, I ain't doing it. And they can't make him. Well, but, but, but you, you got to do it because you're weak. Otherwise, I don't care. Get up on my face. I'm not doing this because I don't want to. I don't have to. And by me doing what I want, I know what the truth is. Y'all ain't going to stop me. Well, well, but you know, the question is, do you have more power than Trump? Is the truth more powerful than Trump? Trump is doing to the Republican debates what the people should do to the tyrants. The tyrants are wielding power because the people believe the tyrants have power. Well, Jaron, they're actually in charge of the military. Did you know that the military is supposed to be subjected to civil control at all times? Well, how about this? How about this? How about you've got Lahaina, Hawaii? Lahaina, Hawaii. Watch this. We'll comment after. Go ahead. Several of the houses in Lahaina are still standing, while houses next to them have been burnt to the ground down to the concrete and aluminum. You cannot get close to the police station. They won't let you up the hill towards the police station. We were let through National Guard uh, as media, and when we got to the top of the hill, several police officers approached us. They would not tell us where the public resource officer was who's supposed to be talking to media. You got a direction. Any Anyone, literally whoever is the acting public relations officer for the police department. Our EOC up here says uh, no one, no pressure is allowed up here at this time. You want to walk back to that checkpoint and then ask who you talk to? You got it. Everyone that we've talked to that's in uniform is incredibly frustrated with the way this is being handled from a leadership level. You have community watch setups where individuals are trying to keep uh, external organizations out of their neighborhoods. There's a lot of other situations here in Lahaina that are currently developing that make it really difficult to document because the organization from federal and local authorities has been so abysmal and confusing. Yeah, okay, so there's several different things going on and I just looked up this uh, section 127 alpha-14 state of emergency in the state of, uh, of Hawaii and I'm looking up what it says. It says the governor can declare a state of emergency by proclamation. There are usually exceptions Okay, so they, they refer back to themselves. So there are exceptions to it. There are references to people that are accepted from it. And I, I, I didn't do the, I haven't done the research, so I don't know what it is. The point is, if you're one of the people, you can't be deprived your stuff without a jury trial. And if a governor says there's a public health emergency, here's a public health proclamation. If you are in the private and you've already served notice, his public power doesn't have force of law over you because he doesn't have jurisdiction. And this is what people don't understand. The government is for a republic. 
Republic is two words. It's res, which means a thing, and it's public, which means open. The thing is open. The republic is open, which is the definition of the freaking word. It's, it's a form of government that is administration is open to all the people. Res public, republic, thing public, thing open, open to all the people. Well, if you are associating privately, you are not a thing in the open. You are not a thing in public. You are in the private. And if you're in the private, you're not in the public. So what police power does the public have to go against the private? This is why private membership associations are powerful. Because you're eliminating the presumption. I'm not in the public, bro. I've told you that. Show me where your powers, show me where your law can affect that which is in the private. Show me. It doesn't exist. And we haven't been taught this because if you're taught this, you nullify all of that. You nullify all of that because you're not in the jurisdiction. It's that simple. Now, people will say, well, show me what that is. And this is where, you know, I point to my teacher, Dave Jose, who's kept and opened hundreds of gyms around the country whenever the lockdowns happened. The United Auto Workers, whenever they were going to get forced to, to take the thing, they, could, they, they, they were going to be forced to take the thing. Uh, people sent notice. People said you can't violate people's liberty. And they backed off. This has happened all over the place. And I believe that this is what needs to be done this next step forward. And so when Trump looks at these Republican debates and says, I ain't participating because I don't need to, it's the same thing. The people are going to look at this public health emergencies, these public proclamations, these lockdowns and say, I ain't participating. And that's the big like bombshell is that government is voluntarily, it's a voluntary association. Go look up the definitions. The government is a voluntary association. That if you're going to participate, you have to go by the rules. Well, the rules is the law. The law is the Constitution. Well, if you don't associate with your government, you're not subjected to that Constitution. What you are subjected to is the law of the land. And the law of the land is you can't trespass another person's right. And this is the disparity. Lawyers, law schools, politicians, and people who want to keep you on the plantation... The people who want to hear the slave songs, wait in the water, they put that stuff on Apple, you know, iPod repeat. These godless commies will kick their feet up in their big chairs with their brandy and their, you know, Dalmatian, purebred Dalmatians with their big fancy furs and their statues and everything. And they'll put the blast on the television, all the complaints from the conservative podcasters, all the complaints from the people. I got my rights and I don't know why the government's doing it. They love to hear that. They love to hear that because all they hear is the slaves singing out in the field for deliverance. But what they don't want to hear is, here's the law, you're breaking it, stop, or you're guilty of treason. What? Huh? They don't want to hear the truth. And so when they hear you complain, they ain't hearing anything that threatens them. When people say, I will not comply, I agree with them. I think that they're right. I think that that's right. But I don't want to just not comply. I want to govern. I want to crush injustice. I want to punish those who are wrong and unlawful. But that requires you to be smart like the founders to write an argument in the law and say this is unjust. Here is what the law is and you are breaking it. The Boston Tea Party didn't win us our nation. That was people doing what they should have been doing, amen? So I'm not against that. What I'm speaking to is that if you want your nation, if you want America to be awesome, you have to do what made America awesome, which was to recognize that there is a God, he is the king, his Bible is true, and that there is law that regardless of what you see or what happens, doesn't mean it's not true. This cuts right to the heart of the issue. And this is where when people are so um, enslaved, so wedded to their pragmatic philosophies, to what they think will happen because they've seen it happen in the past, they don't have faith, they're not walking by faith, they're walking by precedent. They're walking by what the case law says. They're walking by stuff that is not true. And because it's not true, they're living a lie. They're literally in you know, walking in deception thinking that they're going to find truth. 
This is why whenever governments are shutting people down, people will complain. And people will get arrested. Well, just hunt that dog. You get arrested. You will be shown before a judge. Judge, where's the two witnesses swearing that I trespassed someone's rights? Well, you, you went against what the state said. Did the state have the power? Did the, was the state granted the power to limit my liberty in this, in this regard? Well, it was a public health proclamation. Show me where the public health proclamation grants you the carte blanche opportunity to compel my private liberty. My, my, me managing my private affairs privately. Show me that. Show me. Because if you don't, you're trespassing. And if you're trespassing, you're warring against the Constitution. That's treason. I'll go get my family members, who are also pissed off, and we'll have them swear to the fact that you're at war with the Constitution because we gave you what the notice was of the law that you swore to. You're sworn to it, Judge, not me. You're sworn that you can't trespass my liberty. You've just been given notice, first-hand evidence, that there is a trespass of liberty. And you're not giving me my jury. You're going to shut me up because the, the National Guard told me that I had to be arrested? Or that the governor said that there was a health proclamation? Okay. And, and, and this, is, this is where I want to address the idea that there, there will be skeptics that say that this doesn't work. And you're just flying in the face of the law. Show me where I'm wrong in the law, first of all. Show me where the words say something differently than what I'm intending them to mean. Because I've read the dictionary and I know what the words mean. But then three, point to me why we should do something else when the law clearly says that we get these secured protections. And you see it coming. You see the airline companies lining up. You see the health proclamations lining up. The, the news media is already lining up. Show me, show me where they get this power. Every single corporation, whether it's BlackRock or uh, Vanguard or you know, uh, Microsoft or Google or anybody, every single corporation is a corporate fiction that's allowing, that's, that's conducting commerce in the public that is under regulation of Congress. Congress will freely contract with these people all day long. And they do, but they've never been, as far as I can tell, they've never had people bring a trespass right in direct conflict with that corporation. And that is the law that we're arguing. We are saying that corporations in contract with the government can't do what they're doing if it violates our rights. They can say they can do what they want to do, wear masks, take jabs for jobs, all these kinds of things. But what we're saying is that the higher law, the fundamental law, the right law, the powerful law punishes them if they do that. That's what we're demanding. And my call, my invitation is to read what's written, believe what's written, understand what's fundamental. And whenever you start to have a mind for what's true and you know it's true because you've read it, when you hear things that aren't true, when you see things that are false, when you see things that are unjust, you will know how to say the truth in response to it. You won't just complain, that ain't right, I don't like that, that ain't right. You will be able to say, that goes against my rights. My rights are secured here. You cannot trespass my rights. That is an argument in the law. That's a very powerful argument in the law. And it's one that people don't say. It's one that people don't make. And it's one that if the few people make it, the entire system is designed to go la 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 and not pay attention. Which is why I focus on broad diffusion of knowledge. Because if you and I... So the, the, the power of the non-compliance is that whenever the, the edicts come down, if they're not obeyed, the edicts lose their power. Well, that's a very real thing. If, if the people say, we just ain't gonna do this, what are they gonna do? Shoot everybody? There's not enough of them to imprison everybody. What they would do is they would go after the leaders. They would go after the people with the bullhorns. They would go after the people speaking out, which is the cancel culture that we're in. That is their tactic because they understand they can't mess with all of them. They can't, they can't control the people. They know that. Which is why when people pop up, they smack them down. That's why they cancel them. That's why they perjure them. That's why they arrest them. That's why they do all of these things. Go get the vociferous, outspoken leaders pointed at this stupid thing called freedom. Go hammer those people. At all costs, hammer them. Because if people just unified and said no, they ain't got nothing. What I'm saying is take that next step 
And don't just unify on the non-compliance, unify on what the law is. It's not just, I don't have to obey you because what you're doing is wrong. It's, you will obey me because we got all the power. So I'm not just saying, you know, I'm not going to obey you. That puts them in charge and me as, as a disobedient dissident. I'm not a disobedient dissident. I'm someone who's made in God's image as everybody else is. And we're saying we got the power and you can shut up and get out of our face. We never gave you the ability to do what you're doing to us. It's a completely different paradigm. The paradigm of we got to rise up, patriots, militia, get your guns, do all your stuff. That is one paradigm. That is the paradigm of uh, non-compliance. Amen. God bless. There is a very real need for that. There is also the need for, unless you want to be in perpetual state of conflict with guns everywhere, let's get what the law is. And what's the, what's the law? The law is you have a right. Everybody has a right by God. Let's defend those rights. And if those rights are trespassed, we give them certain form, due process, and nobody in government can mess with this. Let's do that. And people be like, yeah, yeah, that, that's the law. That is literally the law. Can't stop it. It's powerful. Can't stop it. It's powerful. Amen. Troll the rock. Now, I want to give Nebraska GOP the grade of almost. And I do this not out of hate, but out of distinct nuance. The Nebraska GOP passed a resolution over the weekend that says, Resolution for declared opposition to voting manipulation schemes and return to the functional historic balloting and polling experience. Now, I absolutely love this. Absolutely love it because I want lawful elections. And they go on to say, whereas the Nebraska Republican Party is to act that the party encourages, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they do good things. So I really like this. But I'm giving it a grade of almost because look at that. It's the Nebraska Republican Party. Question. Find me Nebraska Republican Party in the Constitution of Nebraska. Can't find it. But what we can do is we can go real fast to our um, state constitutions. Watch this. I got my screen here. Yep. We can go to our state constitutions. We go down to Nebraska. And we'll find what? Bill of Rights. And I've never looked at... Well, I have, but not today. Bill of Rights. All persons are nature. Inherent inalienable rights. Uh, lawful common defense. Hunting. So, ooh, look at that. Hunting, recreational use, and other lawful purposes. Should not be denied or infringed by any state. People in Nebraska, you guys pay for a hunting license? Boom, right there. Um... Let's go down here. No person shall be deprived life or liberty without due process. Religious freedom. You can worship however you want. No religious test. You can freely speak and write. Right to trial by jury. Amen. Um, seizure. You've got the right to security. Uh, you can't be hidden. The right to habeas corpus can't be suspended. So that means even if they throw you in jail, you've got the right to be brought before a judge. Um, so you've got all these things going on. Where am I looking? Rights of accused in all criminal prosecutions. Look at this. Witnesses is always plural. Always two. You can always see the face face to face. Um, double jeopardy. Justice administered. So I got some pretty good ones. I'm looking for elections. And oh, look at that. The military in, shall be in strict subordination to the civil power. Do you think the civil power can ever go against your accepted rights that are in the Bill of Rights? Hmm. Interesting. See what you get whenever you look at your uh, constitutions? So you've got the right to peaceably assemble, petition government, the right to peaceably assemble, and consult. To consult for the common good and to petition, petition the government. So you get to consult for the common good. You get to say what's going on, what's right. The property of no person shall be taken or damaged for public use without just compensation. Look at that. Private property... Private property cannot be taken for public use. See the difference between public and private? Here we go. Elections. I knew it was in here. All elections shall be free, and there should be no hindrance or impediment to the right of a qualified voter or exercise of elective franchise. Before casting the ballot in any election, what do you think ballot meant when the Nebraska Constitution was ratified? Do you think that it meant touchscreen machine connected to the internet? When was Nebraska ratified? So that's section 22. When was this done? When, when, are you, uh, when are you ratified Nebraska Constitution? Uh, 1875. Do you think in 1875 that ballot, Article 1, Section 22, do you think Article 1, Section 22, the historical use of ballot meant uh, electronic touchscreen voting machine? See, this is the Constitution, but it's the people that have these rights. It's, it's the people. It's not... 
it's not this look at this the enumeration of rights shall not be construed to impair deny others retained by the people not the republican party in nebraska the people and all powers not herein delegated remain with the people look at that like i mean like that's that is that is what we teach that is what we do we look to the letter of the law we hold to the letter of the law the strict meaning of the law because that is what government was been granted and everybody in government can only do what is expressly in the constitution if it isn't given you can't take and if it isn't given that means we kept like it is that fundamental and so you've got the republican party of uh, of nebraska saying we have a resolution that we want to get good elections amen god bless but you ain't one of the people and so this re resolution is a that's it there's no force there's no force there so good good job god bless i i agree in principle but get underneath that why is the republican party doing anything why don't the people do something the republican party of uh, nebraska doesn't have secured rights in the constitution the people in nebraska have secured rights in the nebraska constitution this is why we do Operation Josiah. Operation Josiah, link in the description below, is a common law action where people with rights by law because God gave them power can make their government obey because that's what our founders who believe the Bible gave us as government. Amen. I want to speak to the fantasy of a BlackRock engineer. Now, I'm going to show you a video. And there are several things in this video that I absolutely despise. One of the things that I despise in this video is the fact that it is, um, well, I, you know, I'll just play it. I'll play it and then we can comment. So here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, because I, I didn't load it. So I got to do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. There we go. All right, let's go back and play. My life as a BlackRock engineer. Usually I arrive at work around 9 a.m. and I grab a coffee and get started working on today's tasks. Currently, I'm a developer on the platform engineering team within BlackRock's Aladdin product, which is a tech platform that unifies the investment management process. I'm working as a back-end developer in a rotational program, so I help develop the core services that communicate between the client and the servers. After doing some new hire trainings, I grab lunch with my coworkers and chat about our day. After getting some more work done on my tickets, I head to the fifth floor for a brain break. I love grabbing a book and reading with a view of Hudson Yards. After catching up on some more emails and meetings until 5.30, then I head home and meet up with my friends to play mini golf. Yeah, it's, uh, and then they had the little notice there at the end. Um, this is peak feminism. This is idolatry in its zenith. Um, where's her family? Who is her husband? She's speaking about the fact that she goes to go clickety-clack on a computer all day at some open and luxurious building where all she's doing, her work, is just typing on a computer, doing back-end project management. Okay, I, I understand people that work on computers and do stuff. But you need a brain break. You need to do these things. In my view, this has reduced the concept of work to that of, of tasks. And that's what she said. Tasks. I do my tasks. You are a widget in a corporate oligarchy that has a culture. Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, has said that he's going to force behaviors and a consolidated, accumulated corporate entity like BlackRock, who uses its wealth to buy portions of public companies to then compel uh, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion standards, or ESG, environment, social, government, or godless commie crap. These people are forcing communism into their corporate structures. And because these corporations have become so large, they've actually taken away from those who actually own and work and do. To where now they treat people like widgets. And they want someone like her. So they don't want her to have kids. They want her to be in their concrete jungles. Because her view is a bunch of buildings. You know, a bunch of you know buildings. Which could be cool. But it's like every day you're going to be looking at the same buildings. Come on, bro. Um, and then she goes home to play mini golf. You know, not not to not to rest. Not to relax. Not to, uh, to raise her family. Like, there's, there's no generational thinking. She's a hamster in a wheel. And she's celebrating the fact that she gets a little bit of cheese after she gets done running on the wheel. I just hate everything about that. 
God bless um, the people that are in the position where they're providing for their families, but she doesn't look like she's... Like, that's a sales pitch. That's a sales pitch. That video that was intended for public use, that's a sales pitch. Come work at BlackRock. Come be the hamster on our wheel. Come be on the digital modern plantation where you get to look at the concrete jungle and you're rewarded with mini golf and a brain break and coffee. I believe people should learn the trades. I believe that people should be functioning in the private. I believe that people should be living local to shorten their supply chain to be as resilient as they possibly can. I understand that there's people that do good missions work in the cities. I believe that there will be people who live in the cities who go to heaven and they believe Jesus. But I also believe that there is so much space in this world that's open. Go get close to God's creation instead of being a trapped hamster on a wheel uh, clickety-clacking on a computer with your brain breaks. She should have kids. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> and there will be people that get mad at that. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm absolutely fine with that. Here is what I'm not fine with. There are people who are being hunted and are having to live local. The Boers, who are the descendants of um, uh, people from the Netherlands. Travelers from the, uh, you know, People from the Netherlands settled and migrated to South Africa, called the Boers, B-O-E-R-S. The Boers were there before anybody else migrated down south to get the, the, the southern portion of South Africa. And now South Africa has become an anti-white, uh, like literally hunting them out in the open. And here are some Boers training live local. Watch this. who are feeling under siege. Keep your barrel on the target. I want as many barrels pointing at windows as possible. When a farm attack's reported, armed civilians often arrive long before police. I haven't heard anybody shot if there's somebody in that house. Have we got a victim there? The guns aren't loaded, but this training exercise is deadly serious. Move, move, yeah. There might be survivors in the house in desperate need of help, but the criminals might still be in there too. Okay, James, what uh, what you did here was better. Yeah, people are going to have to use their rights to defend themselves, and I'll, I'll specify that. When you're using and exercising your right, you're actually not using force. You're doing what god has given you the ability to do whether that's defending your home defending your property against trespass against violation and for the people that will say well find me that in the new testament where jesus ever taught that uh, there's plenty of instances in god's word where people were able to defend themselves where god wanted them to defend themselves and do incredibly vicious things to godless lawbreakers because god loves justice god loves judgment he loves justice and judgment more than he loves sacrifice. That's in Proverbs 21. So God loves justice more than he loves sacrifice. So don't sacrifice. Do justice. No justice. No God's standard. Do God's standard. But here you have people that are training. They're training live local. They're in a small group uh, you know, responding to distress calls if criminals come to their homes. I believe everybody should be doing this. I believe that this is foundationally, uh, you know, one of the purposes of the militia. The militia is lawful. The militia is constitutional. It is uh, quintessential. It is traditional. It is, um, you know, it, it is a fundamental part of Western civilization, that of which men, you know, you have women, but men locally organize themselves to police themselves. We don't want an overly litigious an over-regulated society. We want a society where lawbreakers are breaking the law, they get due process of law, and they get a swift, severe, decisive punishment. You're breaking into someone's home, they got the right to defend themselves. Now, the Bible will speak to this. If you kill somebody and they're trespassing your home, there's no there's no blood guilt. There's no blood vengeance there. But if, you, if they break in and you harm them and you come back and kill them, now you just murdered them. So it's about the intent of the heart. And this is the type of simple, lawful discussions that people don't have. But that's what they're absolutely doing by necessity in South Africa because they're in a position where the you know majority population is hunting them because they're white, going after them because they're white. 
So yoke up, train, live local. Amen. Now these last two videos I have are for, I didn't load them, man. Um, this last one is Hunter Biden praying at a bar mitzvah. Watch this. God of our ancestors, with mercy, accept our prayer on behalf of our country and its government. Pour out your blessings upon this land, upon its inhabitants, upon its leaders and judges, officers and officials who faithfully devote themselves to the needs of the public. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't take, I can't, I can't take anymore. Can't take anymore. Uh, he goes on for another time. Uh, a couple different things. We pray to God of scripture. We pray to Jesus Christ. We pray uh, to the Holy Spirit. We pray to God. The Holy Spirit, Romans 8, intercedes on our behalf. He moans meanings that our words can't fathom, that we can't understand, that we can't ourselves say. God knows your heart. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ because he is our intermediary. He is the one that gives us access to the Father, John 14, 6. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to God but through me. Hunter Biden is praying at a bar mitzvah. First of all, the Talmud is demonic. And anyone who's practicing modern Judaism does not know God of Scripture. They know a false God. They know a God that's been repackaged and presented as what used to be the God of the Old Testament. But this God of Judaism is not the same God of Christianity. Completely different. Completely different. Um, completely different. And that's because if you deny Christ, you deny God. So people who deny Christ don't know God because they've denied Christ. So it's it's a completely different God. They've got an idolatrous God. They've got an idol. Um, and so Hunter Biden praying at a bar mitzvah, you know, all, all of like, God's not hearing any of those prayers. None of those prayers are being heard because those are, the, you're praying to an idol. You're looking at your stock. You're looking at your tree. You're looking at your, your, your fashioned calf. It's an idol. So they need to repent. They need to believe the gospel. But then it's this, it's this idea that you're going to publicly pray and pray for the people that are in public office who do so many good things for the public. This is such a hypocritical prayer. This dude was indicted, recently released on a plea deal after having taken millions of dollars from the Chinese government, spending on all sorts of stuff, and now he's going to pray a prayer beseeching God to bless the people that are in public. This is a self-serving situation. This is hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is Hunter Biden praying to, uh, you know, to an idol, but he's praying in such a way that he's on the street corners going, oh, look how religious we are and pray for those in public office so that they may publicly serve the public with all respect. And it's like, this is exactly the type of stuff that Jesus taught against. Jesus teaches to whenever you pray, go in public or go in private. So that no one can see you. Pray in, in private between your father and you so that he knows your heart and it's it's only between the two of you. I'm not against people praying in public. Don't hear me that say that. I appreciate public prayer. I appreciate God honoring public prayer that's of God of scripture. But prayer for prayer's sake, if it's to an idol, is garbage and demonic. And it leads people astray because it puts God of scripture on the same platform as everybody else. Don't. Don't demote my God to put him on the equal footing of all your other crap gods. Don't do that. At the same time, if you do claim Christ, if you do say that you are following the God of Scripture, when you publicly pray, be humble and, and speak to the idea that we all serve him. And that it's not for him to, uh, you know, elevate people for them to get the attention. It's elevate the people so that they serve you so that you get the glory. You get the attention. I want to contrast Hunter, Hunter Biden with Oliver Anthony. This dude is uh, taking the nation by storm with this song, Rich Men North of Richmond. And this was, uh, he was caught on camera and interviewed. And this is what he had to say. The, do you realize the crowd is, is touched by your music? Yeah, well, I, it resonates the suffering in the world right now. Like even in our own country, we've had, we've had years of people feeling depressed and hopeless and 
every time you look at the TV or get online, everything's negative. And so I think people are just desperate for something positive again, you know, like uh, there's been a, there's been a lot of people die for us to be able to stand on this dirt and do what it is we do every day. And uh, we should be excited for it. What do you hope comes of the song in your music? I know you turned $8 million down. You, you did a great statement. You said you don't want jets. You don't want tour buses. What do you want? I just want to go back to the woods, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, what I what I really want in the bigger scheme of things is just just people to start appreciating each other for human beings and look beyond political differences and ideologies and a lot of things that I see corporate media and education doing, which is making everyone identify each other's differences and not their similarities. Amen. I, like there's there's just so much truth there. So much truth. Um, so much truth. He's denying the role of money. Or he's not denying the role of money. He's de He denied the payout. Which, you know, even at this point, he's not for sale. Which, that's the way of the world, folks. The way of the world is to get you to worship mammon. To be an idol. To say that I need money so I can shape the world according to how much money I got to influence the world. That's idolatry. So he's rejected the money. He wants to go back to the woods. He's rejecting the fame. This man has a humble heart. This man has a servant's heart. This man is giving glory to God. He's he's deferring from himself, which I believe is precisely why God raised him up. And his message is that of lamentation. It's one of sorrow and pain. And it's 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 a legitimate pain, not not just a complaining, I don't like the radical left destroying the country. It's a legitimate crying out, God help us. Only you can help us. We are nothing. Help us. That's a legit cry. That's that's a, that's a fear, a God fearing cry. It's not a Hunter Biden at a bar mitzvah praying for the public officials who take care of the public so well. Cry. It's a it's two different complete uh, two completely different things, and that's because there's two different spirits at play. There's a spirit that's false, and there's a spirit of truth. The spirit of truth is what you get when you read and believe your Bibles, when you hear the word of God and you understand that that's true. And the spirit of truth will truthfully say, you are a sinner. Jaron is a sinner. Everybody else is a sinner. And we are all wretched. And we need God. That's what the Holy Spirit will tell you. Because that is the truth. The Holy Spirit will never tell you. You know, you can just do anything that you can possibly ever want without any ramifications. And even though you're an open hypocrite, you can just pretend as though you're not. No, repent. Put your face in the dirt. Recognize that God is in charge. And if you've been elevated to any degree, it's only by His grace for His glory. It's only because you have been given something that God has said, I want to trust him with this. I want to see what he does with this. I'm going to give him this. I don't think that there's anything wrong asking for more. I don't think there's anything wrong uh, for asking bold prayers, praying bold prayers, whether that's private or public. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's something incredibly wrong with what Hunter Biden's doing, with a lot of what a bunch of pastors are doing, completely ignoring the injustice of the day to focus on, you know, only, you know, expressly what the Bible teaches. It's like, okay, the Bible teaches what it teaches so that we can know what to do here, now, in this world, in this life, at this time, because people are hurting, people are dead in their trespass, and they're going to go to hell. And if you're not bringing the truth of the gospel in direct conflict with whatever issue is at play, then how will they know the truth? And there's, at, at, at some point... There is this sanctimonious piety that is so focused on what you know only what the Bible says that it doesn't apply the Bible to anything. And that will come off to people that will they'll just be like, well, we don't, you know, th that person doesn't even care about who I am. And you forget the fact that Christ came on earth. He came here. He came here. He, he didn't consider a position of, of, of robbery to be considered of God, but he certainly didn't stop himself from being so humbled that he would come in the form of flesh as man and be ravagely, unjustly ripped apart in a traumatic crucifixion. He did not stop that. He took that. He willingly, purposefully did that. This is what the Bible gets at. 
And there's a lot of people who read the Bible and don't let it be the truth over all their life. They, 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 they silo it. They say, this is the time when I will focus on the Bible and for everything else, the radical left and politics and government. No, 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 no. The Bible is God's word and it's in he is in charge of all things. He is sovereign over all things. And when you read the Bible, you're going to lament when the world is oppressing, when tyrants abound, when evil attacks, when you are under the pressure, you will cry out unto the Lord and he will hear you because he is good and he loves you and he wants to save you. He's not going to save a prideful person. He's not going to save someone who thinks that, hey, God, I can do this with you. No, no, no. He does it all. And when you see that he does it all, then you get to walk with him. He's done all the things for salvation. He's done everything that you need for salvation. Now the invitation is for you to believe. And until you believe, it's as though he hasn't done anything for you. Not the fact that he hasn't done something for you. But you're denying his, his gift. You're denying the salvation. You're denying Jesus. You're denying the gospel. And this is why repentance is required. This is why repentance is part of it. This is why humility is what opens the meaning of the Bible. Because it's only in that humility we recognize, God, you are God, and we are not. Please tell me what your Bible means. Please reveal to me what you mean when you say these things. Please show me what I need to do to glorify you. Because I know that I am nothing, and I have nothing except for that which of you have given me. And this is why the gospel message is the repeated banging of the drum. It reminds me, someone who believes it, to, to return to my face in the dust and recognize God is God and I am not. Christ is king and whatever he has me do, it's me walking with him and not by myself. And that because of this position, I now get the opportunity to tell other people. And sometimes me telling other people will be uh, joyful. Like, hey, this is awesome. Look at what God's doing uh, in my life. Look at the celebration. Look at the joy. Other times it's me telling them, this is horrible. This is bad. God rescue me. God deliver me. That's the time I think that we're in. I think we're in that time. You can have joy because joy is a fruit of the spirit. And my joy is that Christ has promised to return. Christ has promised to restore. Christ has assured me of my salvation. So I have the joy that the world can't take away. At the same time, I can also see because I love other people and I feel pain, I can cry out to my creator and say, please help. Please save me because I can't. I believe that that's where we're at. We have joy on the Lord and we are crying out in pain and anguish because there's tyrants everywhere, man. There's oppressors everywhere. And I think that that's... I think this is why we preach the gospel. This is why we return to those basic issues. The basic core tenet of the faith is that Christ was virgin born, led a sinless life, put himself on the cross, shed his blood, washes away our sins, died, was buried, three days later physically, three days later, physically rose from the grave. That's the gospel. God came to earth to live a perfect life, to then take all the wrath for all sins. So that people who believe don't have to suffer God's wrath because he is good. He is mighty. He is not a hypocrite. He will not go against his nature. He will not go against his word. And when he says, don't disobey me and you disobey him, he will punish you. Because he's eternal, that sin against God will be suffering eternal wrath. And that's what God did, on, did to Jesus when Jesus was on the cross. He poured all of his wrath out on Christ for those sins that will be punished. When you believe in Jesus, it is as though that blood that Jesus shed 2,000 years ago was shed for you and washes away your sins completely. And that changes everything. Literally changes everything. It's amazing. Believe the gospel, my friends. Folks, The there's ways to support there's ways to help if you find what i do inspiring informative entertaining edifying equipping whatever if you find it helpful in any way there's a way to say thank you one of the ways is to go to patriotswitch.com slash jaren this is an american manufacturing company take the money that you're already spending and switch it to an american manufacturing company it's tit for tat 
It's a direct product purchase and a private association. It's a $1 annual membership fee. But if it's not for you, no harm, no foul. Cancel anytime, no cost. People don't like it because they're not used to it. Well, I don't like the tyranny. I don't like the corporate oligarchies. I don't like the Black Rocks. I don't like the godless commies. And I'm not used to that. So I rejected that. I switched over, which is patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. There are other ways to support. Those links are in the description. To include a monthly or recurring giver, which is at that uh, second link, at the livelocal.store link. Uh, but you can also do the uh, humblewb.coffee, humblewb.coffee. That effort, all the money there, goes to distributing Bibles. As we grow, we're going to be mailing Bibles all around the country. God bless you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for watching. Please share get other people to talk leave me comments in the description about you know what kind of you know law stuff do you want me to point to like where do we want to educate in the law like we, we have to learn the fundamentals we have to learn what is written we have to learn the truth if we don't do that we continue to complain i don't want to complain unless i can equip unless i can construct a, a solution unless i can bring people something to do about it complaining is it's normal but it's not necessary. Solutions are necessary. Fighting is necessary. Doing the right thing, pointing to the truth is necessary. That's what I want to be a part of. Lord willing, by God's grace, I will be. God bless you. Thank you for your time. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.